DCM works. Better than a cold shower. It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. Makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, again. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. <coughs> hey guys, welcome back to the Alpha Artist Podcast, official podcast digital and creative media works my name is david dc i'm creative director lead writer joined as always by my co-host ben do you like missed a word on the yeah i just like official podcast dcm works did i you missed the of i don't give a shit i'm uh, i'm unchained mate i'll do what i want yeah um at this point like i'm just i'm just going free reign going off the cuff off the top of the dome isn't all isn't that every episode yes it is no we have carefully planned notes and research um just like this week when we're talking about the storytelling of luke cage Man, that was pretty fucking slick. You didn't even notice they had to pause and think about it. Smooth. Smooth as fuck. Smooth like Nick Cage's head. Luke Cage. Fuck. I already fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was going to happen. I said to myself. was just replaced with Nicolas Cage. I feel like the story wouldn't be that it wouldn't be much different. I think it might be better, actually. Yeah. Um that or Samuel Marvel, Jackson. Get on that. Samuel Jackson is Nick Cage, right? In the Marvel Universe? Not Yeah. Sam- yeah. So how yeah, he's not Nick Fury. So how no, wait. Fuck shit. <laughs> oh. No, I meant Nick Fury. Shut up. <laughs> I was like Nick Cage. Oh, uh, I've been having trouble with names yeah. today. Um but look, so we we for once we've both watched the whole of something. Wow. Well, for once I watched For once you watched the whole yeah. something. And I was impressed because normally you're like, nah, first episode. It was like, what, 12 hours? Worth it was of, a lot like, of about, TV. Because it's like 13 episodes. Yeah, it was a lot of watching a very oh. scary, like, impressively masculine man punch a bunch of people. <laughs> An impressively, like, dainty masculine man Just as insanely well. suave and like sexy. He's, yeah, like, he's not overly, um, like, aggressive about no. it. Like, he buy- yeah, he- he's not um, unnecessarily masculine- he just is... He's just buff. He's scary, man. Yeah. Um, he was in one of the Halo games, apparently, and he's really good at like, that, really? too. He was in Halo <laughs> 5. He was, like, one of the lead characters. Oh, But so was okay. Nathan Fillion, so... As, like, a voice actor. Like, a face character as well. Like oh, okay. So, like... Oh, yeah. Triple-A video games. Yeah, do they now. do that thing now. Yeah. Because ever so since weird. that, Kevin Spacey... Yeah, Black Kevin Ops Spacey and Black... And- Advanced Warfare or whatever. Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, what did you think? Because you've not seen... This is, like, the first Marvel thing that you've watched through. This is the first Marvel TV series I've watched. Um, what did you think? I thought it was like they obviously don't give as much money to the TV shows. Mm-hmm. That that's obvious. Um, but I think they make up for it with like trying to make the characters more interesting. Obviously, yeah. they have more time to yeah, do they got that. More time to spend with them, you know, because they have you know twelve, thirteen hours yeah. to do a storyline rather than a- one and a half or three. What nowadays. did you think? The, I suppose the 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 one big difference for me between the TV shows and the films is the tv shows have good villains yeah i really like i thought the villains were the best part of this yeah i thought i thought luke cage was sort of whatever he just did his job he's yeah he's a walking metaphor really and he always Um, has like he's just never been anything else yeah and his his acting which i i haven't looked up the name of any of the actors um but i thought i thought he was like kind of just average um not particularly good some lines were just awkward 
Some... There was a few. Uh, there was only a few instances where I was like, "Oh, that they should have done a retake." And he has that. like he has like a slight scoliosis, and I notice it every time he walks sideways. Yeah, I'm like oh, there's the back of <laughs> there it is. Uh, Actually, do, I do know out. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So I like it makes that... him look. It makes him look a little bit more uh, like a pussy. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think he makes up for it by being a six foot hulking black man. Oh yeah, he's like no, no doubt about it. Yeah. He's he's a good character. It's just like for the first few episodes, that's all I could see. Right. Um, because I've seen just... him in Jessica Jones before so i already got well, past that what yeah because that was the thing like what isn't jessica jones set like pre-avengers so they're all they're all part of the same timeline avengers wise so these all are like chronologically the same as the avengers films so daredevil season one came first where yeah. we meet where we meet the night nurse but like Claire. when do they happen before or after avengers uh they all Luke happen after, after the first avengers. event they all happen after the first avengers yeah daredevil happened right okay like right at like timeline wise it happens right yeah. after the new yeah. york incident and they've rebuilt yeah because I, I luke cage i knew obviously it's after the avengers because they mm-hmm. make reference to it i don't know i thought jessica jones was before but whatever no jessica um, jones is like directly after daredevil yeah um yeah so i thought it was i thought they did a lot of cool stuff with the cinematography yeah um i thought like the cinematography was the best part that and just the general storyline um I th- like some parts of it where they tried to sort of pay pay homage to the pay uh, homage oh, hom- homage hom- i don't know how to pronounce that word homage um, homage <laughs> homage they homage. tried to pay homage they tried to pay homage to the uh, it's, it's um, I know. it's a marsh. Homage? Homage? <laughs> Fuck yeah! It's one of those words. Yeah. Um, where they where they try to make references to the the comics, and some of it just seems cheesy. Um, I thought Diamondback's outfit at the very end oh, of the final fight awful. was just the worst. I've part never of the seen. I know it was supposed to be dumb. But <laughs> I've it was never so seen dumb. such a bad decision in my life. I mean, well, because that's that's the outfit he wears in the comics. It is, but, but, but fuck me, it's a bad the idea. Problem is, it's blow for blow the outfit. Yeah. One, of, one of the best decisions well, the they made. the best part is, is it's the outfit, and then they added the helmet, and you're like, don't uh, add the helmet. <laughs> one of the best parts of Daredevil is that all of the villains, they made the costumes make sense. Yeah. So, like, Wilson Fisk, who's, like, the big bad boss guy, he wears knife and bulletproof suits. Yeah. Like, 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 tailored suits, like, dress suits. Yeah. And so Daredevil's costume is made of the same material, plus armor. Yeah. Because it makes sense in that world. And it's, like, based off stolen Avengers tech, whereas, like... Fucking, they did that thing where they were like, oh, remember that Iron Man film that no one liked? Number, the third one? What if we, what if we took that, wait, no, was Justin Hammer two or three? Justin Hammer. Yeah, the big- Second one was the uh, Electro dude. Yeah, that's Justin Hammer, so that's number two. That's the second one. So yeah, they took that guy, who no one liked, a storyline that no one liked from a film that was bad, and they were like, what if we had the evil guys in this using that technology? So that was supposed to be their tie-in to like, so everything the bad guy used, everything Diamondback used was like Hammer Tech. So the which is like the competitor to those to, gloves, yeah, which is like the, the competitors to the star. So the uh, the bullets, the Judas. I think the bullet no the bullets the Judas bullets were like an alien metal is compound. Adamantium? Not adamantium, not adamantium. They're vibranium. No, they're actually not. They're not. They're just an alien metal that they got from the Chitauri That's incident. Just super strong. Yeah. So I guess some like when you know when the incident happened in New York and they got yeah and they got a bunch of yeah so they also just meant like a bunch of metal they were able to pick up from that and right then okay yeah. I assume. Which is a cool, like, I really, I thought the world building in it was really strong. Yeah, like, like more it's, so than any of the other. Especially Marvel since ones. it's so condensed. You well, know, it's it, just Harlem and then a little bit in other places. Yeah, you, you go on a bit of a road trip toward the end. Oh, by the way, as towards always, the middle, spoilers really. for 
Oh yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. We do this every episode, yeah. but like if Spoilers. if it's in the title, we're gonna talk about what happens. Yeah, like, so I mean, yeah. Get, get, come on, guys. Um, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? But yeah, like I thought it was one. It was one of the first Marvel ones since Daredevil season one where I was like, oh, this was like really solid. Like I didn't love it. I, I wasn't like this is the best thing I've ever seen. Right. Yeah. It's still nothing. Like it's still no Daredevil season one was amazing. This yeah. was good. And yeah. it was a really solid entry, but I think the world building they did to, like, it didn't feel, none of it felt super forced either. They were never like, oh, here's a fucking, uh, you know, what, what about the time that you were in the incident? It was like, <laughs> what would kill, what would be able to kill Luke Cage? Oh, yeah, alien metal might. Yeah. Like, that made sense to me. I was like, cool, that does make sense. And then the stuff with, like, the way that he had got his powers and the fact that it was based on, like, some kind of a, a shell structure of, like, an animal or yeah, something. Yeah, his, his cells are, like, super funky. And yeah, they're all like, kind of, yeah. like, on some is kind of seashell or something. That, that procedure, is that basically the same as the procedure for Captain America? Um, okay, so... Yeah, it's like, in the, yeah. Okay, so in the Marvel Universe... People, Captain America's not bulletproof. Yeah, so in the Marvel Universe, people get powers one of three ways. Um, they're either mutants, so they can't yeah, do that because so that's X-Men. owned by Fox. Yeah. Um... So they're either mutants, they or they're from the trying to recreate the superhuman serum from Captain America. Or they're rich. Or they're, no, or they're from the Weapons X program, which is where they um also based on the X-Men, where they uh they experiment on people to try and give them powers through different things. So the Weapons X program is like that's like in Deadpool. He was part of the Weapons yeah. X program. Or they're rich. Yeah, or they're rich. <laughs> but but that's like how you get like powers in that universe. But because they don't have the X-Men stuff. Everything to... is kind of threaded through that lens of being like trying the to recreate Captain America, yeah. which makes sense. And so presumably, what they were Basically doing in that prison this, cell yeah. was like trying to recreate that. Effect. Well, that's exactly so. What it was, they were saying yeah. like you're going to be super soldiers, and I was like, yeah. this is fucking Captain fucking America. Cap- Captain America. They make Captain they make America. a couple references to Captain America and the fact that. Um, Luke Cage is basically just a black Captain America. Well, he's always he was a great ca- Luke Cage is one of the best Marvel characters because he came around at a time when. There weren't black superheroes that were superheroes who, like, he wasn't a black superhero. He wasn't a superhero because he was black. He was a superhero who was, was black. black. Yeah. And his, my favorite and my least favorite thing is that one of his best costumes in the comics is white pants, yellow blouse that's tucked into his pants and open, like, like open like a V, yeah. and a tiara. That was his costume for many years. <laughs> and I don't know. Oh, it was man. the 90s. Um, and... There's a point in the show when he when he's getting his powers in the flashbacks where he wears the tiara and he looks in the mirror. He's like, "That looks stupid," and throws it off. And yeah, I was like no, you <laughs> yeah. bastards. Yeah, they they do Which stuff like cool. that. Yeah, well, and even the uh, like the reference to him being Power Man. Mm. Which is a. Uh, I've done like a vague amount of research on Luke Cage. So I have literally no idea who he was. Is this the this most series. prepared you've ever been? Yes. Wow. Um, I mean, shit. So like all the yeah, all the Strap subtle references in. references about him being yeah Power Man. There was a was. lot of really cl- actually. I, th- I thought the references though they weren't forced. They weren't like they, but they weren't like pause before delivery of the line, say it to the camera kind of thing. Yeah, they, and they were like, just they were just like side dialogue that if you that still made sense on its own, but if you knew what you were looking for. Yeah. If you knew the source material, it sort of picked up on you. I, th- I think they enhanced it. The only the one that did the one that did for me, like the tiara one, pulled me out of the moment. It was funny, but it pulled me out of the moment. But mm. a lot of them, instead of what references like that normally tend to do, where they pull you out, a lot of them just like enhance the storytelling. Like Misty Knight, 
is a she's a character in the Luke Cage comics. Yeah. And there's one point where she's wearing a she's red the cop. Yes. Detective. Yeah, know. she's a de- she's the detective. I'm bad at names. And she um <laughs> in the comics she wears like uh like a, a red jumpsuit, like yeah. a red leather jumpsuit. And there's one point where she's wearing a red suit suit because she wears suits because yeah. she's a detective. Um in one scene it's not a red suit, but it's like a red top and like crimson or something. Sure, yeah. Something like that. And it was like one of those, and it was just for a brief scene, but it really worked because it was like, oh yeah, that's the same yeah. badass detective that's in the comics. Yeah. They did that a lot. My biggest criticism of this show compared to, see, Jessica Jones, people thought was okay at the time, but they've done, they've, there's like been this weird backlash in hindsight where people are like, oh, it wasn't as good as we thought it was. <laughs> that's the thing that started to happen lately. I don't sure, get it. I but, guess. I thought it was really solid. It still is. It stars the best villain of any Marvel thing, um, which we'll get to at some. You'll watch. I'll get you to watch You're it at some point. You're gonna make me watch it yeah. at some point. Yeah. You'll enjoy, you'll enjoy these. I promise. Sure. But one of the things I thought they did well in this is that the villains weren't like they weren't villain. I, Diamondback is a. I thought Diamondback ruined it to a degree. Diamondback is very much a villain. He was a cartoon, whereas the other ones felt like even Shades. Oh, like I, I was I rooting fucking for Shades. Love Shades. Dude, Shades is the best How? character. So no, so like I had to Google sh- the actor for Shades because he sounds so much like Adam Jensen from Deus Ex. He does. I was just infatuated with that idea of Dude. just like he's just Adam Jensen. He's just a cool he's guy. The best character. I, he's so cool. I think the oh, I'm jealous I think the of the triage that. of um. Cottonmouth Shades and Councilwoman, whatever her name is. I think those three characters are the best characters in the film. Like, by far. Like, their dynamic throughout oh. the first two-thirds of the film, like, sort of the, before... Yeah. Um, before before you see before, Diamondback... Before, like, the last three episodes. You know what? I, 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 I think Diamondback is better before you meet him. Oh, yeah. Diamond. Well, I him is an idea. Him, cool. him for the first few bits are good, but yeah, when, once you get introduced to him, like at first I was like, "Who's this random dude?" But then I was like, "That that's Diamondback." I'm like, I thought he was just like an enigma. Yeah, you, I, I, I think they ruined. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, it would have been better if he was never a player in the, and they just focused on Cottonmouth, the councilwoman, and, and Shades. Because Sh- Shades, Big- Shades is the kind of villain that you root for because he is so good at He's like so cool. <laughs> I've, I've never. I I was. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I really hope Ben likes Shades because I'm so excited about how cool mm. Shades is. Well, I think, the- and I was trying to work out why. I was like, is it just that the actor acted the shit out of it? But I don't think it is. I think he's one of those great examples of when you write uh, a villain, but you make them into a real genuine character. I think, I think the reason why he stands out is he comes in as an as an outsider. Mm. Like you don't know who he is. You don't know who he actually is until you get the flashback. But then, even then, you still really don't. And even then, you don't. Yeah, you don't know much about him. But throughout the story, you don't learn about his past. You just learn about who he is as a person by by his actions. Yeah, and he's literally an outsider because he comes in out of nowhere and he's white. <laughs> he's, he's like the only well, main he's white Puerto character. Rican, so he's white, but he's not white. White. He's yeah. He's not black. Basically, yes. he's the only. He's the only. He's one of the only non-black. There, there are two main characters. There are two white it's characters him in the show: Detective Scarf. Yeah, and Scarf. Which, just can we pause? Mm. Is amazing. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, like I, I was just like, I, it fits someone, really well as well. I was like, just like, it, just... It, it makes sense. It never feels forced. Yeah, they hired really talented people, and this is what, like, this is what we need to do. This is why. The I mean, backlash- I, think, I think, like, we're kind of not really 
talking about the big oh it's a like a really big like black tv series because yeah it is yeah but but that's not the point it's not the point yeah it's, it's the kind the, of thing it, where it, it goes beyond the fact that it's not just this weird novelty where it's just like oh look at us we made this tv show and it's it's just fucking it's around black it's people just good. it's actually just really good it's just really good <laughs> and they were like we're not gonna hire people because they're gonna bring in views we're just gonna hire people that are good and fit the roles yeah and they don't and they don't they don't like ham it up the fact no. And I've, I don't know who set. the fuck that Cottonmouth... I don't know who the actor is for that. I literally have no idea who any of the actors are. killed it. Oh, yeah, they do. They all do such an amazing job. If someone job. turned around and was like, he's going to be in a show next month, I'd be like, I'll catch every like, episode. Because yeah. he's fucking... If any of those characters... He's terrifying. He w- he's I've, so scary. He's scary in a way that none of the other... Okay, so when when we do watch Daredevil, because I make watch Daredevil as right. well, um, the villain in that, Wilson Fisk, is very similar to Cottonmouth. They're both these kind of gangsters who have this violence that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. But Cottonmouth is scary, not because he is particularly violent, but because, like, everything, every bit of his violence is, like, so controlled. Yeah. Whereas, like, I mean, even, you know, one of the reasons that I think Shades is so cool is that you think that he's just this, like... You think he's, a like, a... You think he's, like, the lapdog. Yeah, and you think he's, like, a businessman or whatever, and he's yeah. just doing... And then, and then even when he strikes out on his own and starts to make his own luck, you're like, he's still just a business guy. But when... Uh, they try and kill him when um oh yeah uh oh, what's his name Fitz he's got a stupid name Zip. no it's like stripes or something Zip. like that Zip it's when Zip. Zip and his guys try to kill him and Shades just takes out two guys in like a heartbeat he yeah. just he's getting choked out like he's dying and he just pulls a gun and goes bang bang yeah and then fucking kills the shit out of Zip and, and that moment when he picks up the shades him. oh yeah fuck I. <laughs> I knew they were setting that up when, when Zip was wearing the shades and then he got... That's what I out. liked, the whole sort of... So clever, because I, I love the idea that Zip... Like, that's such a clever character. Like Zip was wanting to be... To be Because Zip was, like, the highest level, yeah. and then Shades comes out of nowhere. Because everyone and wants... And there was that dynamic yeah. between them where Zip was like, I don't like you, he got kind of just coming out of nowhere. And, and so then he, he tries, tries to, to wear the shades. He even started dressing like, like Shades as well. Well, he, he got told to dress like that because of... What's his name? Yeah, um, but but after after Shades got thrown in prison, Zip started wearing long coats like Shades does towards the end of the series. Yeah. They very much were like, he's going to become the next Shades. And then when and fucking, fucking Diamondback just strangles, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. And that's what you would do. Yeah. You'd be like, do not replace my man who... Also, I like how complicated that relationship is between Diamondback and Shades. Yeah. The complexity that, of the, that um, kind of mentor, mentee, but not really thing. Yeah, during the siege. That was... The siege episode's really good. Um, yes, because there's there's about three different sort of storylines going on with that situation. There's there's a really good characterization done in the background with the councilwoman, mm-hmm. where she's selling the weapon, well, she's giving the weapons to the to the cops, mm. and like that all goes in the background, but you know what's going down, you know, because it's been yeah. set up so well. You have that combined with the uh, the sort of sub character of the um police commission sort of police head investigator yep her character um and then you have the, the uh she's a the inspector so she basically she's like runs, a head inspector yeah though. she's she, above um so inspectors run she's like above detective night. divisions yeah um and then you have you know the shit that's going on inside and you have stuff with cage and then you have what's her name bleeding out and getting basically drunk due what, to loss misty? of blood misty yeah 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 um and yeah like that episode's really good because it it has yeah that dynamic between shades and diamondback it is really super interesting, interesting. And, and it c- makes you it makes you realize that you know shades isn't the same kind of 
sh- like you know shades to Diamondback is what like Zip was to Cottonmouth. Like he was just like the yeah. the lower down, but like in comparison, Shades was a lot higher compared mm. to what Zip was with yeah. Cottonmouth. Like and- like Shades could talk back, yeah, and like give shit to Diamondback without being fucking shot, without being shot. Or Zip would he would get killed? Get killed. It's it's. I I think the most interesting part about him is that. So I think the reason that we empathize with people like that is that every decision that he makes, even though we don't know his, like, backstory, we kind of get his motivations. Like, Shades is just doing his job, and he does it extremely well. And at some point, he's like, this isn't how we should be doing this. Like, I, I've i worked out this isn't the right path for us. Well, I think one of the coolest characterizations is Shades' relationship with the councilwoman. Mm. When she kills off Cottonmouth... He, he just takes control. Yeah, it's it's the kind of thing where he he sets her up to take over, but at the same time he knows that if he just stays there, he knows that she can't he's going to get pulled along. She with can't her. do it by herself. Yeah, and he knows that she she can't really get rid of him. So she can't. He kind of lets her lead him into the next step of him being yeah, of him being the top. I, I want I want more than anything for him to be the focus of season two if they do a season two. Well, the thing is the well. So there's one thing that I think hints at what. If there is a season two, what it'll start with. The well, obviously the ending. We all know like we know that Luke Cage is gonna get out because the files were found. So he you know, he's not gonna go to prison. Yeah. Um but all throughout the series, the fucking Biggie Smalls poster was so well used. I <laughs> the know. giant Biggie Smalls painting. Oh my god. So well used. Like they they I the moment I saw it, I was like, they're gonna do a shot where a character is standing in front of it and the crowd's gonna oh, be above the head. They used it so well. They they didn't use it like too much is the good thing. They never overused they, it. They they used it like twice for Cottonmouth. And like once at like the start when you first meet him, it's just very obvious characterization. You're like, he's literally the king. Yeah. Um once again, sort of right before sort of his fall. And but then it kind of bounces around. They do it with other characters. They give it to they never give it to Shades until the very end. There's a moment. Well, that's when they. That's when they. The re- ending is he, That's when they replace they it. They replace with it with the two. Kings, the two, which is which really is nice. very obvious. And again, um, one. But one is bigger than the other, and the one that's bigger is the one that Shades gets framed in. Well, they don't actually fully frame Shades as much as they sh- frame the Councilwoman. Yes, but they do. Yeah, they do frame both of them eventually. Mm. Um, but the, it's interesting when it bounces between some of the characters, like even during dialogue between like the councilwoman yeah. and cottonmouth it'll like occasionally be behind yeah. the whoever is whoever's like in, in, in control, control yeah it's really dialogue clever. i thought yeah. that was so cleverly shot yeah i and they they bounced it around all these especially like the three characters four characters mm. of the head head honchos they bounce it between them so often and it they really did a good job of that like that mm. one thing in particular oh, for me was so just fun. like so can I, cool. Can I blow your mind for a minute? Something yeah. that you probably didn't know, sure. or you might have done. Um, every know. episode there was a new musical guest, a new artist. In the just in every episode there was a new music. So usually in the club, but yeah, sometimes club. not. So sure. yeah. Charles Bradley was in one of them. That's the only reason I, I tweaked that there was a new guest every time. Um, and then also they used Sway's Universe, which I was like, that's amazing. That's a real show. I don't know if you know that. So Sway's Universe is like the biggest. It's it's the um it's Shade Four Five. So it's the company, the radio production company, the Eminem owns. Right. Yeah. And Sway is like the biggest name in hip hop. Well, there was that one. I know there was the one artist that stuck out to me was the guy who was like the half black, half white rapper. Half black. Half he was like rapper. episode three. It was pretty early. 
But his was interesting because when I was watching, I was just like, "This guy looks white. This guy doesn't look black at all. What's yeah. he doing here?" Yeah. So and he was but, dropping all these words, and I was just like, mm, like "Dude, man, what are you doing?" But then, some... but then he, but then when you listen to it and you you hear the lines where he make references to the fact that he's half yeah. black, half white, I was like, "It's oh, interesting." Yeah, it, it's yeah. So they actually got a different musical guest in for each episode. That's cool. Yeah, and, like I definitely noticed that. And they were, like, yeah, they I, had really good I probably would, artists. I wouldn't have noticed. I didn't notice until I saw someone I recognized, and I was like, "Oh, that's Charles Bradley." Okay, they're actually yeah. yeah. I and didn't then, recognize a single yeah. one. <laughs> but then that episode that's like ten or nine or ten when um I can't think of the rapper and it's really annoying. But yeah. <laughs> the rapper that Luke Cage saves at the hold up or whatever. Oh, the the NWA NWA one? No, the no, the guy um, from the Wu Tang clan? Yes. Yeah. Um so he when he goes on to that radio show. Yeah. That's actually a radio show. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's Swayze Universe. Oh, That's okay. an actual radio show. Oh, that's cool. That is, like, the biggest freestyle radio show. Like, that's why... That's the, oh, okay. It's the company that Eminem owns. That's his radio right. station. Yeah, that's cool. And so Sway is, like, the biggest... Yeah, because I knew, I knew that guy when they were, like, making... I was just like, this guy from Wu-Tang yeah. Clan, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, And that... Yeah, so th- I thought that was really clever, because what they did, and they... I love it when they do this in the TV shows, is they take the universe of that they're building and this world building and they and they inject it with stuff that is authentic so it doesn't feel like it's a marvel universe it yeah like it doesn't it, it doesn't like feel life. hammy like you don't have like even the sweater thing i was like of course that's gonna happen like when oh, everyone like was wearing bulletproof walking. sweaters oh yeah was like that was well, fucking rad bullet hole sweaters well they call them bulletproof or whatever <laughs> which yeah. is so clever yeah they were fucking rad i was like that is a cool idea oh i mean it was the kind of thing well because of course like, you would yeah of course you would yeah and that was such a i mean so it's also a really good symbol like if you so, think about oh, it oh it's yeah. like the captain america shield yeah and no one's done that with luke cage before no one's no. been like oh the bulletproof hoodie what a the, fucking good idea yeah, for a uniform. Ho- yeah, the hoodie oh, with I was just never it. I was blown away. I was like, that is genius. Yeah, like they, when they did it for the first time and he make this makes the joke where he's just like, I'm gonna have to keep fucking buying shirts. Like, that's funny, but he he really doesn't buy many clothes. He kind of he'll have the one you know, he'll get shot up at the start of the episode. He'll, he'll be wearing it. the same hoodie throughout the entire I thing. I love it. And the the double XL jokes just like every oh, now and then. Right. It's just amazing. Yeah. It's just I, hilarious. I just think it was they just got it right. And they they came from a place of we're going to make something based on these comic books in this world that we've already built with these characters. So Claire, the night nurse, so the nurse that, you know, Claire, the other female lead. Yeah. Is she like, is she in other movies? She, is she in the- She's in all of the other TV shows. She's the character that connects them. Right. So she's in the other TV shows, she's in, not yeah. the other movies. No, she's in Daredevil. Right. She's in Jessica Jones. She's in Daredevil season two. She's in every single show. Because like, I I recognize her actor. Yeah. Because she's in fucking everything. She's also in everything. Yeah. But yeah, no, she's the character that sort of has connected all the shows. So when, right, when she okay. talks about- when she's, she's like, like worked with yeah. other people. And when like, she's like, I know right. a lawyer in the city, she's talking about Matt Murdock, who's Daredevil. Right. Okay. So she's like- she's Oh, okay. Character. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And she she was the one that nursed Luke Cage back to health when Jessica Jones shot him in the head with a shotgun. Yeah. Like, she's in that space yeah. in those worlds. And one of the best, one of my favorite things is that we're getting an Iron Fist TV show. And in the comics, traditionally, Iron Fist and Luke Cage are, like, best friends. Yeah. But in this, Luke Cage is a six-foot-five hulking black man. Sure. And Iron Fist, in the trailer they released at New York Comic Con, is... Not a very threatening looking small white boy. And I'm so excited to see them become best friends because it's oh, going to be great. It's going to be so silly. And in the comics, whenever Iron Fist does his power where he punches real good, he has to yell Iron Fist. I know they won't do it in the show, but I want them to do it at least once. They'll do it once, yeah. And I'm just going to sh- lose my shit when it happens. Oh, that's but before hilarious. then, my plan before then is that we'll get through the rest of the Marvel TV shows. Yeah. 
Because you can knock out Daredevil season one in a weekend. Well, that was exactly. a, yeah, that was the thing when I was watching it, especially the fight scenes. They filmed a, in a very similar style to Daredevil. See, I thought the fight the scenes wa- in this were crap compared to I hated the other them. stuff. No, don't get me wrong, I hated them. Yeah. but they were filmed in a similar way. Yeah, they 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 tried to the problem. Uh, they have the problem that he's. There were a few really really good shots in some of the fights. My favorite one that stood out to me was when um in the final fight when they were in the barber shop, he um. Where he sort of picks him up and he throws him at the ceiling. And he falls down. And he falls down, but they reverse the shot. So it's he throws him up to the ceiling and you see him move up, but then they move the camera to the ceiling and he falls to the ground, but he's moving up again. So it just looks like he's just flying through the fucking ceiling. It's very clever. Yeah, it's super clever. Yeah. But There's apart a lot from that, of that, the fighting was just. Kinda... I just well, it, it's difficult when you have a bulletproof character like Jessica Jones is not bulletproof. She's just really fucking strong. Yeah. So it's easy when she's in a fight. She yeah. Get hurt. The, the fights you didn't feel like there was any. Even there with were no the stakes. even with the Judas bullets. Even with the Judas bullets, you knew well. With the the Judas bullets went in the with the cops, you knew that that was just a Deus Ex Machina. To have him comply with the cops. It, like, the only reason the Judas Bullocks existed for the cops... Was to create threat. Was to make him just stop doing what he would do before, which was escape from the cops. Which yeah. he does anyway, but, like, you I know, mean, he eventually just... chills out. But, yeah, like, it's difficult. when the Judas Bullets were first introduced, that was good, because that's the... That's, and especially... that's when you're just like, oh, he's not actually bulletproof. Yeah, and then when he gets hit, you're like, oh. Yeah. Like, you have him, you're like, holy shit. Yeah, you're like, oh, he's not bulletproof. It's when you realize he's not bulletproof. He's just, his, you know, and you learn his skin's just really strong, but only to some things. But it's, I think it's good that they, it's good that they let it have consequence. Like, there was, they had to go to a lot of effort to fix it. But it's different. Like, in Daredevil, when Matt Murdock, because he's just a guy. Yeah. When he gets beaten up and he's bloodied and shit, it affects his entire life. Because, like, he has a law practice. Well, I think a big part of like, it was it, that, like, when you, if you can't make the stakes, if you can't raise the stakes with Luke Cage himself, like, if you can't do things to Luke Cage because mm. he's bulletproof and, you know, he's, like, super strong and all this shit, then you do things to the people he cares about, like Claire, which Just, they literally never do. <laughs> like, Claire, they, they do not touch Claire at all that's, throughout the entire season. And they shouldn't, and they still haven't. And that's because Claire is so, like, okay, here's why. Claire is the kind of character that shouldn't get hurt. Is it because, because she's in all three of them, you don't want her to be, like, weaker in any one of them? Because yeah. then she has to be weak in all of them, which makes her a weak character. And she's one of the strongest characters in all of their shows. Right. Like, just, like, I mean, I don't I don't mean... Um, Not physically strong. But sorry, like, yeah, I don't mean physically strong. Like, she's a strong female character. I mean, her characterization is so solid yeah. that she's smart enough to not get hurt. Sure. In almost every situation. Yeah. And she, you know, I mean, that moment, well, I've then never they... seen her hit anyone before, but when she's going down the stairs with that guy, and she just hit him in the back of the head, I was like, yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> I was like, Team Claire. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, good on you, you know. Well, then they should have, I don't know, like, they could have made, they could have kept the relationship between Luke Cage and Knight going for a little bit longer so that it matters. I think that would have been the way to do it. So yeah. that when he meets Claire, it's, or when he meets Claire again, it's a bit more sort of... Well, because when he meets Claire again, she makes it... She makes it clear that they're not going to sleep together because of the coffee joke. But then they just kind of do anyway. Well, it's Well, no, they don't. But well, they fall into that trope where you're like, they're basically... See, it's the love interest. I thing. was worried that they were going to do that. See, in the in season one of Daredevil, which you haven't seen, so it's not a no. spoiler because everyone else has seen it, Claire <laughs> and Matt Murdock have a kind of relationship. Right. Like, it's not... They're not together because she's like, I can't... Like, you're an insane person that dresses up like a crazy person and is blind and goes out and fights people. I can't be with you because you're going to get yourself killed. Yeah. 
And in any other scenario, if the, she then went to another superhero and was then in a relationship with them, I'd be like, wow, could you get it's more choppy? Kind of, yeah. But because he's bulletproof, <laughs> it makes sense. Like, if you think about it, it's like from this guy who is vulnerable in so many ways because he's blind. I mean, what? Well, he's not that vulnerable because he, he's dead evil. He's but, dead evil, yeah. And he's like the coolest character in the world. He's he's Marvel's Batman, yeah. um, but better. Oh, no, that's not true. Batman's better. Anyway, um, I almost said something I was going to regret. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but when she goes to Luke Cage, it makes sense because he's solid. He's like, he's so reliable. He's always, he's immortal. Yeah. Like he's the most, re- he's the exact opposite of this. Just a bit he's, shallow. He's but... the, well, he's like, he's like the, he's like the ultimate rebound from Matt Miller. Yeah, good point. Yeah. And that makes sense the to me. Like, honestly, like the ultimate rebound from, and yeah. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. And so what I'm excited for, I don't, I think Iron Fist, yeah. So Iron Fist is the last defender. The defenders are Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. Right. So we'll get Iron Fist, then we'll get the Defenders TV show, which I'm so excited for. Is that like the Avengers, but on like a lower scale? It's the Avengers, but street level. Yeah. So in the comics, they're always the people that deal with the bullshit, like when ninjas come to New York, <laughs> and the Avengers are like in space fighting gods. Yeah. They have to deal with like, like a thousand ninjas. Yeah, And they're sure. like, we can't fight a thousand ninjas, there's five of us. Right, yeah. You know. Um, Ghost Rider was on... The defenders for a while. Oh dear! So it was like five people. In... Are we gonna get Nicholas Cage? So in it, was, it was like it was like five people in in normal clothes, and then a dude with a fucking flame with head. A in head. Yeah, 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 it was weird. But... Standard Avengers, just like human mutant, human literal god, and a Hulk. Yeah, well, that's the usually mutant, I guess, or a yeah. She Hulk, or uh. a Professor Hulk, or a Grey Hulk, or a what was the other one? Can you name all the Hulks? Uh, I think I just did. No, Blue yeah. Hulk. Blue, oh, Blue Hulk. I did it, yeah. Oh! Just like- and Gangster Hulk. When when Grey Hulk <laughs> takes over and he becomes like a gangster who wears suits and he gets big Hulk-sized suits. Oh, man. Grows a moustache. That's real. <laughs> yeah. Comics are dumb. Anyway. Right. Look, I really enjoy this and I'm now going to have- I have the opportunity now to force you to, to watch To force me to watch all the others? So- It's unfortunate, but we're in yeah, the middle, I'll probably so watch them. We're doing two things for people at home if, if you want to keep up with the episodes well, we're doing. So yeah. we're, we're doing the Marvel TV shows. Yeah. Because now you're locked in. And we're doing the old classics. And we're doing the old classics. So yeah. we've got some classic coming up next week. Um, I want to do Pulp Fiction at some point. Oh, the classic. Um, I want to hit all the classics. Yeah. Um, I want to do Django Unchained. Not a classic, but not a quite Tarantino a Tarantino film. But... Wait, when did that film come out? Like two years two- ago? 2011? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, time flies when yeah, you... Yeah, time flies when you... Have an imaginary radio station. Yeah. Um, But look, then... I, do you have anything else to say? If it's, uh, like... This is just good, grand old time. Yeah, you have a good time. I'm glad that yeah. you enjoyed it. Music like, was good. Oh, I music, the music. Oh, music was great. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. It was just great, yeah. Yeah, look, we had a good time. I, I think people that say that it's not the best Marvel TV show, they're probably correct. People that say, that, oh, you know, they have the complaints or whatever, even the complaints we had, yeah, sure, but what Still they did is watching. they made something yeah. entertaining that is just... It's fun to watch, and it's it's intelligent, and it's cerebral, yeah. but it's not overwrought, and it's I really well enjoyed crafted. it. well-crafted. It has a good... It's, it doesn't sort of... It doesn't overstate itself. Yes. It, ke- it keeps it keeps what's important. It keeps to its, you know, it, it sticks to its boundaries. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere new, near New York, even though it's technically in New York. It knows its limits. Yeah, it knows. It knows where it stands and what yeah. it's about. It's grand old time. It's just a good one. Uh, yeah. But as always, Ben, where can people find us? Oh, Twitter. Got Facebook. You got him, boy. Yep. We're at DCM underscore works on the tweets if you want to tweet us, the team. Um, we're on Facebook, DCM works social. Um, we have a new website if you want to go there. Wow. DCM.works. Um, and this week, Ben, this episode, uh, is bro- <laughs> what? You gave me the fucking look. Yeah, um, this episode it. is, uh, sponsored by Audible. Whoa! Audible? What? Wow. That one that every podcast does, <laughs> I know. They were like, you're a podcast, you can have us. Um, so if you go to dcm.works slash audible, you can go there, 
Um, you get a free audiobook on us. Um, you do have to put in your credit card details, but they don't charge you um, unless you agree to like book in or like buy a, buy another book, basically. Yeah. Um, but you get a free audiobook on us. So even if you don't want to use Audible, you just want to get a free audiobook. Do it. Even if you don't want an audiobook, do it because it means we get we we get we get our commission anyway. What audiobook do you recommend, David? Um, I recommend actually um uh, Game of Thrones because no one has time to read that shit. It's too long. <laughs> get a song of Fire and Ice. Get onto it. Um, yeah, it's it's real good. Um, actually, that's what I use mine on. So yeah, I got um, good job. Yeah, they were like, "Here's your code for the person who wants it. You can get a free one too." And I was like, "Cool." Don't get, I didn't get pay. I didn't pay myself to get a free audiobook, unfortunately. But I did get it, and I've been listening to it on a drive to work. So nice. there you go. Good job. Um, so you can you can do that. DCM.work/audible. Um, I'm at DCM. I hate pie. I'm at Literal Citrus. And we'll bloody see you next week. Wow. All we want, if you unsubscribe, please don't unsubscribe. Well, also, leave us a rating on iTunes <laughs> if you want. And goodbye. It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, them, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 